friends! Welcome back to AlleyCast. Today is a little different episode. I have Eric and Ari here, and we're going to be telling you about some of the craziest shit that has happened to us in the history of this business. We're spilling the tea, we're sharing some hot goss, and we're also sharing some sweet moments. So it's going to be a party. All right, first, let's talk about the beginning. Let's do it. It's our fourth birthday. Woo! Woo! Happy birthday. Happy birthday, question mark? Question mark. So <laughs> let's take it back to the beginning. So how do we all know each other? You guys know Eric and I are dating. Ari knows Eric from summer camp growing up. And I met Ari at the beginning of this business, actually, which is kind of funny. Yeah, so I was working in Paris, and why did you guys come out? You just came out for a trip or... Vacation. Vacation, right. And I mean, we did all the classic Paris things, right? We got drunk at the Eiffel Tower, took pictures at the Eiffel Tower, got tickets jumping the turnstile at the subway at the Eiffel Tower, and then you guys had a great meal at my restaurant. It was really fun. And I think we just left a good impression, right? It was super fun. So you were working... As what? Just a... I was working as a chef. I helped open a restaurant there. It was a pretty wild ride, and I was just super burnt out leaving that experience and moving back to San Diego afterwards. So Eric and I met Ari over in Paris, and then we all came back to San Diego and started really discussing the business. And this was December mm -hmm. 2017. Yeah. So we met there. at a coffee shop in La Jolla. Brick... No, what was it? Brick and Bell. Brick and Bell, yeah. yeah in PB. In PB. In, in Pacific PB? Beach, yeah. And we had no idea really what the hell we were doing, I feel like. No, no clue. I mean, when you guys pitched me the idea, I immediately got the vision and I saw it. And I mean, personally, at least I thought, okay, worst case scenario, I spend some time, I spend a little bit of money, but I still learn a lot. And now best case scenario, we're sitting here. You know, four days later. Or four years later. Four days. Four days. <laughs> a lot Whoops. has happened in four days. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. And I just thought it was funny because we literally had no idea. We didn't have a business plan. We didn't know what the hell mm -hmm. we were going to do. And I felt like we all just were, like, in it. And we had this vision. But we were just like, okay. I remember leaving the coffee shop just feeling like, w was that even a productive meeting? Like, we were all just yeah. like, okay, we're going to do this. And then we kind of just stumbled to the next step. Eric, you haven't talked much over yeah, here. Do you have anything to add? Dive in. No, I mean, like, prior to that, Allie and I made some recipes in our kitchen. It was baking. I think the first ones definitely had nuts in them. Yeah. Like a cinnamon almond. That one, I remember, was fire. But then, yeah, I mean, we just really needed the, the culinary expertise. And I, for one, can't cook. Mm. And Allie... She can, but she's not a chef. Not a chef. Yeah, and I knew all of the recipes were basic because all of the ingredients you guys got were from Trader Joe's. Yeah. So, I mean, it needed a little bit and, of uh, and they were tweaking. All, they were all volumetric instead of by weight. Yeah, it's like, I need grams here. Well, we were literally blending the vanilla almond granola from Trader Joe's, if you remember that. I do remember that. Yeah. Okay, let's move into craziest moments. So we each have a crazy story that we're bringing to the table. And it was hard to think of these, honestly, because there's been a lot of moments and there's been a lot of crazy times, but we feel like these are the craziest. So I'll go first. <laughs> and we're not going to name names here because, you know, we want to keep things just vague for our safety and for other people's safety. Just kidding. So we were at a food show. I believe it was Fancy Foods up in San Francisco. 
and we heard from another person, another, I'm not even going to say if it's a man or a woman, another person in the food industry who came up to our booth. This was, I think, the second day of the show. And he came up and he approached us and said, hey, not sure if you know or not sure if you've heard, but so-and-so is launching a granola butter product. And this person that they were referencing was also obviously in the food industry, had you know a bigger brand than us, and sort of similar but different product. So we freaked out. We were like, what, you know, are you kidding? We had called our lawyer that night and I remember we were just sweating. You were losing it. Losing it. And we realized, you know, we have to confront this person tomorrow and let them know that we have, you know, a patent pending. We really didn't have any legal... I think we had filed the patent and had gotten approval from the lawyer that like, okay, it's filed, like the application, literally two days before that. Yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't anything like substantial. No. So we approached this person. It's the last day of the show. The floor hadn't opened yet. So it was just exhibitors. And I remember being so nervous. Eric and I walk up to them and we were just like, hey, we heard that you're launching a granola butter. And they were like, no, I'm not. Where did you hear that? It's just not true. And then they told us the product they were actually launching. And you could just tell by talking with them that they were telling the truth. And then we looked like idiots because we were, <laughs> we went in so sure of ourselves and just like claws out ready to fucking fight. And they were just like, what are you talking about? So then we realized that this person who told us, who came to the booth, Dick, and full of shit. And bamboozling us. So it made things really awkward, and we apologized. But also, I feel like we were, you know, in the right. Like, we were protecting our baby. So, yeah, that was a crazy story. But since then, there have been lots of copycats and other granola butters. Yeah, I mean, if you look just on the Instagram hashtag of granola butter, you see people just making shit, I don't even know, like, South Africa, Brazil... Like, literally, if Ali had never said, hey, I'm making this granola butter, no one on the face of the planet ever in the history of the world would have ever done it and made it. And so it's just so funny and interesting seeing how people are just, like, trying to jump on the hot new thing and yeah, instead of just being original. Yeah. There was one in South Africa that copied our website verbatim. Like and, like, every, the photos. The photo style, like, the dripping off the spoons. It was a nightmare. And then I called them out on my Instagram stories, and then they blocked me, and I was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> that is not the way you run a business. Anyways, okay, moving on to – let's move on to Eric's because I feel like that's good – The craziest story that I remember, especially from starting this business, was Ari and I had spent so many long nights in the kitchen, just slaving away, you know, washing dishes. And we started out just making granola butter in a Vitamix. And we would have like three or four of them up. And we'd work all day, all night, just to make like 150 or 200 jars by the end of the day. And we'd be walking out of the facility with like, a bin full at <laughs> 2 a.m., yeah. like loading it into the SUV, really gassed from the day. But then we start finally started getting some bigger accounts. And our first big food service account was Press Juicery. And the PO we got was to stock up their distribution center. And when we were looking at it, we were like, how are we ever going to make this much product in 
a timely manner. I think they gave us like three weeks to make the PO and we were just freaking out. But with that said, we had ordered a slightly bigger blender that we were really hoping was gonna like seven, eight, 10X our capacity in with way less effort. And we looked at these machines new and they were like 25 grand. So we scoured the internet and found one used from this guy. Funny enough, he's actually, he was actually in Philadelphia, Mm. but he had this machine, he bought it, he never really used it. And so we bought it from him for about half price, got it shipped out and it was landing like two days before. Yeah. Like a week before the PO was due. So we were like, great, we'll work like two really hard days, get this PO out the door. And then finally, when it came in, we like plugged it in and like had the electrician do all the things and it just wouldn't start turning. And we ended up like taking the whole thing apart and realized that the whole internal part was rusted together. Yeah. And he had said on the listing that it was unused. No. Yeah. Yeah. And can, can I comment on that a little bit? I think also from what I remember, remember at least was like, the machine kept getting delayed to get there. And so oh when it finally God, yeah. arrived, you guys were like literally going to go to Mexico for Thanksgiving, like two days later. And I remember being on the phone and being, and like cats, you're like, yeah, like, don't worry. You can just do it all. Like this machine will be so fast. It'll be <laughs> so easy. Like, you know, I think if you just pull like a few long days and when we get back, you can take a few days off. And then the second we tried to turn on, it was like, no fucking no we're not going no to way. mexico this is yeah. not gonna work you can pass yeah oh, i can i can i'm allowed to okay yeah. and yeah you want to continue yeah i mean so like we looked at each other like ali and i were supposed to leave like a day or two later for mexico and we just said like hey we have to get this po out like let's just start making product with our three big vitamixes and we're for literally making a po is a purchase order also yes. yeah so we're making like five or six jars at a time and this is like thousands thousands of jars (laughs) and it's super loud like there's you got the buzzing of machines going we're weighing shit out and it was just going so slowly and like Allie and I pushed our trip from Mexico it was Thanksgiving my mom brought us Thanksgiving dinner to the facility yeah I mean we worked I, I swear, we worked morning till night. I even brought one of my friends to help for a day. Your parents came and helped. Chris and we came worked, and yeah, helped. Chris yeah. came and helped. You freaked <laughs> out at Chris when he, like, was putting it into the filler. And he, like, spilled all over you. like, this every drop counts. <laughs> I was and, so... And he was, like, legit, like, scarred. Like, deer-eyed. Like, oh, my God. But we worked every day for, like, I don't know, maybe seven days straight. Something about, like, like 15, 16-hour days. Until we finally finished it. Yeah, I just remember, like, there were other people, like, scheduled to work in the space. And we were like, hey, like, we really need to make this stuff. Like, just, like, can you guys work over here? We'll work in the corner. But, like, we really need to go. Like, we'll pay for your time. So, anyways, we ended up getting out the door. The machine didn't end up working. But we ended up getting a full refund. Getting it for free. And then we bought a whole new machine. Which definitely got our money's worth out of that yeah. one. And then we fixed that machine, though. We right? did fix that we machine. We fixed that machine, and we ended up using it a little bit. But 
Yeah, that was a good, that was a good. And that's time. a perfect segue into Ari's crazy story. Okay, my crazy story. This is like early day crazy stories, guys. So immediately after this, we decide, okay, like it's Thanksgiving, you know, Black Friday, right? We're, we're a business. We can run a Black Friday sale. We'll make money doing that. And I remember like we totally underestimated what happens when you put a discount on your product <laughs> for the first time. And literally, I mean, I think we got something like, I don't know, 1500 orders in. And I swear, like, I was like, looking at it that day, and you guys had already gone. And I was looking at it that day of and I was like, Oh, fuck. And I had enough product, but I literally sat in my garage shipping things out for like, I don't know, 12, 14 hour days, just binge watching seasons of like, shitty tv shows like mr robot i don't know like man in the high castle just like whatever was hot on amazon prime at the time shout out to amazon bezos love you but then it just like completely defeated me and then by the time you guys came back it had been like 11 days and i finally did the last one alone and got it out and there you guys like yeah you you can take a few days off now (laughs) and i was like fuck i need like a month like i'm done and that was Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Okay, on a brighter note, we'll move on to some sweet moments because we've had many, but we wanted to highlight a few nice ones. So the first was finding out that we got into Whole Foods. I really like this moment because I feel like we were just pit bulls when it came to Whole Foods. And I think part of that was because we had no fucking idea how the food industry worked. So all these other companies have like brokers and sales you know vp of sales and we were just like finding people on linkedin and you know trying different variations of their email address and then seeing if it didn't bounce like maybe it's the right email and so that's what we did with whole foods and we just kept sending samples following up etc and then they finally we were on the way to our first expo west i think Mm -hmm. and she sent us an email and let us know i remember i was in the uber and she told us that we're going to be launching into 50 Whole Foods stores. So they start started us in one region and we were just like, oh my God. And I feel like that was really the moment where I felt like, you know, because we've been in some small retail stores, but it wasn't like a big account like that. Yeah. I mean, when we started the business, I really loved the idea of making a product because, you know, I think there's so much impact and power to have something that's like on an everyday shelf. Like you can really affect what they put into their body and also like, change kind of like the way people are eating and so that was like a really beautiful moment also i remember when we found that out from when i remember at least we were like at expo in our booth and we'd like found out that day and it was really funny because i was like oh great things happening all around us and then like two hours later at expo west they give these awards called nexties (laughs) you remember this they give these awards called nexties which is like you're the next uh, hot thing. thing to eat and they the people who give out the awards they do it on like the last day of the show and they just start walking like next, eat, next. <laughs> and they were walking toward us and me and eric were like oh my god what the fuck like yeah. oh what, holy shit and literally they walk right past us to the guy <laughs> in the booth next, next to, to us. us a dozen cousins great product yeah really nice guy the shout founder. out dozen cousins we love but him. it was like i was like oh one good thing in a day yeah. is, is good enough we don't need yeah it. and like Little do we know, like, you had to apply for the award, which yeah. we didn't, didn't do. do. <laughs> yeah, it's so yeah. funny. Oh, that's good. Okay, I would say next kind of sweet moment, I'm going to move on to blending our first final recipe at 1 a.m. in Ari's bathroom. So this is kind of like zooming 
rewinding back to like early, early days. But for those of you who don't know, which is most of you, Eric and I were still working full time. And Eric mostly would fly down to San Diego to help Ari with figuring out the recipe and just like getting things fine-tuned before we launched. And I guess, Ari, if you want to tell the story, but it was... Yeah, I mean, picture this. It's like January 2018. Eric's coming to my house like late Thursday nights, crashing in my bed all weekend with me. No, no totally consensual. Nice. And we were literally just trying to figure out, okay, how do you get a permit? How do you... Where do you buy oats? I need a lot, like more than, you know, they sell at Costco. Though we would buy maple at Costco. For a while. For years. And like people would always make those, you know, oh, you're making a lot of waffles. A lot of pancakes. (laughs) A lot of pancakes. Oh my God. You know, it's like. The number of comments that I got, I think also being a girl, it's like all the old guys that work at Costco, you know. I mean, I would always just be like, yeah, I'm filling up my jacuzzi with this stuff. (laughs) You want to come over, you know. But, But no, like. It was one weekend in like mid-January and Eric came out and we were like, okay, we need to view the site and okay, we need to like nail this recipe because we need to start making labels and making product because we need to launch soon. And then I remember we worked all day long and finally at the end of the day, I was like, okay, I think I have the recipe. Let's fucking do this shit. And we go into my bathroom with thinking, okay, this will be quiet. Meanwhile, at the time I lived with what? four other people and a dog and we blitzed that thing up and tasted it and looked at each other and we're like this is it that's it this is it 1 a.m in the bathroom it's where the magic happens only good things only good things <laughs> last thing i think we should talk about is the truckload of oats in the snowstorm yeah Which i think I eric mean... can take that away We've just had lots of experiences where shit comes in and we have no way... Not prepared. Yeah, we are not prepared. We didn't have a forklift. For years. For years. (laughs) Shout out to anybody who's helped us pull something off of a truck. Jesse and Arturo at Sherwin-Williams in Barrio Logan in San Diego. This episode is dedicated to you. (laughs) You guys are the best. I think think you used to slip them like a 20 when they would unload like... Five pallets for us from a truck. Or oh like, yeah, we come and they we get like ten pallets of jars or in lids or something, and they look at us and be like, "Hey man, like I don't know if I can do that." And then it'd be like, "Here's twenty bucks. Come on, like can you yeah. please help us? Like we're not gonna unload these by hand." Yeah. And <laughs> these oh, were the guys yeah. for everyone listening. These were the guys that they worked at the next door location to our San Diego facility, which was happened to be a Sherwin Williams. But they knew how to operate a forklift, and they had a forklift, and we did it. Yeah. Yeah, but anyways, so anyways, as soon as we moved out to this facility in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. Ari and I were out here cleaning it, and we picked up, like, a narrow-aisle forklift from some Pretty produce sure, guys yeah. out here. And Ari and I barely knew how to, you know, turn the thing on. And we got this full truckload of oats in... A massive snowstorm. (laughs) Like we had hand trucks here, but the oat company loaded everything sideways. Mm. So in order for us to get the truck in, we had to unload at least one pallet, which is like 2,500 pounds by hand. And so we had this forklift here and we like got it into the truck and then... We were like, okay, like, once we get in, we'll be able to figure it out. But as soon as the 
forklift got into the truck, it just started sliding on all of this ice. Yeah. And really sketchy. The forklift ended up getting stuck in the truck and we didn't know what to do because this like Russian guy who drove the truck, he got in and tried to operate the forklift. Ari and I were like freaking out because we thought it like might fall off the side of the ramp. And then like someone thought to go contact the guys next door who have like a forklift maintenance company. Good idea, actually. Yeah. So we like trampled over there in the snow, like knocked on their door, found this guy, I forget what his name is, great dude. And shout out. Yeah. Shout out. I don't remember what the company's name is, even though I look at it every day. Mm. And he just like came in, bossed it, got like a running start (laughs) in the truck with like, we poured salt on the ground and like made a whole like ramp way and just, he must have been going like 15 miles, 20 miles an hour on this thing, hits the ramp, is sliding all over the place, like is headed towards these posts that we have and like slams the brakes, finally gets off the truck. And we're like, okay, like now what do we do? We like still have all these like, I mean, it's like 42,000 pounds of oats to get off the truck. And he's like, oh, that wasn't so bad. Like I could do it again. And so he like, he unloaded the whole thing. Yeah, he unloaded the whole thing for us. How much money did you slip him? Zero. A whopping zero. <laughs> did you give him any jars? We definitely Probably. did give him some jars. Like some jars and like some thank you neighbors. And, yeah. And ever since then, we've got the O company to load them sideways so we don't have to. Oh, nice. Yeah. No, you guys are pros. Your boss is at the forklift now, though. Forklift? It's fun, but it's a lot more physical than you think it would be, actually. Yeah. Yeah, another another fun story that we can possibly cut from this, but we really rough and tumbled it out here to get this facility built. Ari and I won on an auction some pallet racks from like a nearby Walmart that was closing down. New Jersey. And we drove a truck out there and took down like 20 like rows of pallets by ourselves, had to like borrow tools from these other guys who are out there, carry everything like a quarter mile to load it into a truck. And by the end of the day, we probably needed like two days off. I mean, we literally, well, we went there with no tools, no carts. All these guys around us are pros just whizzing around on dollies and what have you. And literally like didn't even bring gloves. And we're like lifting these pallet racks and beams and like literally in that day we probably moved like yeah like by hand lifting like 15,000 pounds of like metal and then had to bring it and we like I remember we got here at like 10 11 p.m. we're like shit we have to like take it out now of the (laughs) truck and put it into our truck. And I was able to like slide, slide underneath it with our one of our jacks and yeah. and just like bring it up. But it was a pain in the ass. If you guys listening have noticed, I seem to sort of avoid these situations <laughs> conveniently. Yeah, I, I pull the why. I pull the marketing card. Oh, sorry, I'm just you know. No, you need your you need your beauty <laughs> sleep. Need beauty sleep. You can't you can't do your skincare routine if it's covered in grease. You know. <laughs> All right, last two takeaways. Fuck LinkedIn. We hate LinkedIn. Yeah. I just think LinkedIn is the worst social media platform. This isn't really a learning from like having the business. It's just, 
I mean, I guess it is because we're surrounded by like the thing about LinkedIn, it's so self-promotional in like a fake humble way. It's like, oh, I'm just so humbled for this opportunity. But then you feel like you have to participate in it. It's like any social media. Yeah. But on steroids. What are your thoughts on LinkedIn? Anyways, um, follow me on LinkedIn, guys. I have a real <laughs> following. And I post on there about as much as Ali posts on Instagram. Yeah, if you want to know four things Eric's learned in four years of business, just check out his last Medium post. Mm-hmm. Can I? I'm going to, off the cuff, okay, fuck, Mary kill, strawberry, vanilla, original. Fuck strawberry, mm-hmm. in a good way. A Mary vanilla. Wow. Kill original. <sighs> Do you want to hear my reasoning? Yeah. Because strawberry is sort of like that. It's like someone you would cheat on your spouse with. Yeah, yeah. Vanilla is just like stable. My, my, you know, old faithful. You are pretty vanilla. Yeah, I'm pretty (laughs) vanilla. Original, I would kill just because simply I've had too much of it in the past. Spicy. I'm just sick of it. Mm. All those 3 a.m. nights, I just, I almost have like a trigger warning, you know, PTSD to original. Okay. What about you? You know, I would fuck them all, kill them all, and marry them all, honestly. Wow. Because I love and hate them all equally. Bold. Eric? Marry apple pie. <laughs> That's not an option, kill but we'll just go with it. the box. Yeah. Kill cookie dough. Why? Just kidding. Fuck cookie dough. Yeah. Kill. Blueberry. Date. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Julius, we love you. We're just personifying our flavors. Last thing, dishes. It's a big learning. Dishes, I think... Eric doesn't like doing them. Ali doesn't like doing them. Ari doesn't like doing them. But Eric would always say in the beginning, wow, Ari, you're so much better at me than washing <laughs> dishes. You should just wash the dishes. Or I remember when you mopped the floor the first time, you're like, well, my mom would be so proud of me for mopping the floor right now. I've never mopped the floor before. <laughs> or yeah. something like that. And I was like, wow. Eric and I came from tech and we were very uh, sheltered. Yeah. And Ari was a chef, so he's done I, all that. Well, I started as a dishwasher, so I just, I don't care. I'll, I see you're amount really of dishes. Good at it. Yeah, just because you're good at something doesn't mean you do it all the time. But I honestly don't mind. I literally today did dishes for the last three hours. My hands are very uh, pruny. But yeah, I mean, if you're going to start a food business and you want to bootstrap it, you got to be willing to put in the work. You're going to do a dish or two. Last thing I'll say, Ari is single. Pimp yourself out. You guys, <laughs> ladies, slide into, the, so slide into the DMs. Um, yeah. Also, guys, Allie's single, so just hit her up. Eric's also single. Um, they're <laughs> looking for a third and a fourth. So if you guys know any poly people in Philly, just hit them up. You know, roll the dice, All see right. what happens. I'm going to stop wow. recording. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for listening. This was the first <laughs> founder episode we've done. So let me know what you think. And if you like it, I'll bring the boys back for more. And if you don't, you never have to hear from them again. See ya. Signing off. Happy birthday. Bye.